BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's happening? Happy Monday, everyone. I think we can all agree that yesterday's Saxy Maxi episode was the best Saxy Maxi episode ever. <laughs> did you get did you guys happen to listen to it? I I got partway through. I haven't finished the whole thing yet. Yeah, yeah. Um I was surprised. Started. I was surprised at, at at the direction it went, Panther. So uh, I don't want I don't want to be spoiler guy <laughs> for you, but uh, it took a weird turn. I uh, did not quite expect it to go that direction, but uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, it was uh, avant garde, really, uh, for for Sexy Maxi. Apparently, he was he was not in uh, East Bumblefuck, Colorado, as I thought he was in. He was in East Bumblefuck, Nebraska, which. As as a truck driver who has driven through Nebraska before Panther, you kind of know what the cell phone reception is in, in, in Nebraska. You know, outside of Omaha and Lincoln, all of Nebraska is Bumblefuck. Uh, it can all be just one great big county. And I, I'd almost hazard a guess that the entire state of Nebraska is not equal to Lincoln and Omaha population combined. I guess it's just kind of hazard a guess. But listen... Excuse me, I had to cough. I got to take issue with you guys. What? Like, listen, I get shit on all the time, all the fucking time about what I do watch, don't watch, whatever. And just before the show, we weren't going to talk about this, but I make a How I Met Your Mother reference, a Barney Stinson reference. Arch is like, never saw it. And Max is like, yeah, you wouldn't like it. What the fuck's going on here? Is this a mutiny? I, no, I will say I will say this. I watched all of How I Met Your Mother, and I know Arch's uh, preferences, and I know his taste in movies and TV shows, and I can attest to the fact that he would probably get a couple of chuckles here and there. But he is a guy that won't sit down and watch a show if the ending is absolute shit, and there's no point to watching a show. <laughs> and I can say that the ending of How I Met Your Mother in the last couple of seasons were absolute shit, and there's no fucking point in watching it. So for Arch, I yeah, he'll probably get a couple of laughs out of it. But I can I can say that. I have 
known Arch for long enough to know what he does and doesn't like in a TV show, and just overall, he wouldn't like it. I'm just sad. I'm sad right now. I thought I, the idea, and everybody does this now, where they take episode after episode after episode after episode and connect the dots, right? Basically, Marvel for TV. And they get to the end. Guy gets girl. Gay guy gets girl. Um, but they... They, they they showed you how they connected all the dot. Like I thought it was, I thought it was epic. Borrowing from Barney Stinson, legendary, and uh, I'm disappointed. I, I Arch, I disagree with Max. I get it. He knows you better. Give it a give it a chance. Give it a few episodes. See what you think. A uh, couple things you said that piqued my interest. Selling me on a TV show, you shouldn't say it's the Marvel of TV shows. Well, I just say how they connect the storylines. I don't know. So it's like, what, eight years of some guy pining after a six? Is that right? We don't actually know until the very end of of what number she is. Oh, oh. Well, I I looked at her and I said, oh, it's a six. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought thought you were uh, assuming uh, you actually looked who the mother was. I see. see. No, no. Yeah, Uh, yeah, listen, uh, I don't know. Again, um, it, it it had its moments. It, it was it was it was a fine TV show. I can't believe I stuck with it till the very end. But you know, I, I think of shows that I stuck with until the very end. Uh, one that I quit was The Walking Dead. Just, oh, you finally tapped out? Oh, I tapped out years ago, man. Oh my god, no, uh, jeez, it must have been like five years ago or some shit like that. I, I stopped watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, but you made it through just, Lost and Game of Thrones, so I figured your pain threshold is uh, infinite. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That's how bad uh, Walking Dead lost 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 its way. But uh, <laughs> I, I I feel that Lost found its way in the end. Uh, agree to disagree on that one. Uh, Game of Thrones another story. Um, but still, uh, nothing. No, Walking Dead no. And the fact that they spun it off and now they have like six different fucking Walking Dead shows going on or funk some <sighs> shit like that. It's not good. It's not. Yeah. Man, you know it's it's funny too. As, I, as speaking of Marvel, like uh, I read an article about that fans are finally getting Marvel fatigue. Finally, F- finally. The- <laughs> I t- I took my daughter to see the new Thor movie last night or yesterday, and I think Marvel themselves is getting Marvel fatigued. Uh, that was not a very compared to everything they've done for the last decade and a half. That was not a very good movie. Do they continue to make Thor just look like an absolute buffoon? <sighs> yeah, <laughs> like the, the, this particular this particular one, it was like a boy couldn't get over girl. Like it, so uh, somehow the <sighs> god of thunder just all of a sudden was pussy whipped and couldn't get over it. Like what oh, the hell boy. just happened here? <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird direction they've been taking these movies. I I don't get it, I, I, but I see it. I see a lot of people getting fatigued and, and, and getting bored with this series now. Yeah, and so Black Panther, uh, what, what, Forever Wakanda, Wakanda Forever comes out, and that one will probably be the deal breaker for me. If they fuck that one up, then I might have completely got Marvel fatigue and just tap out. Whoa, I didn't think this would happen, Max. That, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to happen because, uh, spoiler alert, he's, it's not going to be very good. Um, <laughs> but at least it's going to get released. You know, D- DC is <laughs> at the point where it's like, we're just going to stop fucking releasing movies because they're shit. You know, I mean, we're just not going to do it. 
I think the one thing that DC listen, if DC wants to do something right, it's their animated stuff. They should just scrap the fucking live action stuff. They've always done the animated stuff well, and the Harley Quinn fucking cartoon is amazing. They just had a fucking orgy episode. Uh, uh, yeah, apparently uh, though that DC has pushed back a little bit on the Harley Quinn uh, series because they wanted to have a scene where uh, Batman was going down on Catwoman, and they're like, "No, no, we can't do that." And they're like, "Why not?" It's like, "Well, we sell toys of Batman." He's like, "So we're saying that that Batman's a selfish lover." <laughs> He's he's literally the most eligible bachelor in Gotham. He, he's, he's he's fucked them all. I just love that. It's like we, we can't sell toys because he's a selfish lover. <laughs> oh shit! So I, I listen. I think that that's the direction DC needs to go, and is just continue the cartoon route. Stop the fucking live action stuff, and and Marvel. Uh, I don't know, like. Uh, Maybe not put out like 17 fucking movies and 12 different fucking shows a year that all need to fucking connect up. I, you know, I, I told you guys I watched the uh, the Doctor Strange movie and, you know, you apparently need to watch like three fucking Marvel series on Disney Plus before that just to fucking understand like the beginning of it. And I'm like, no, thanks. No, you know, I'm not, I'm not that fucking invested in watching all that fucking stuff just to watch a goddamn movie. That's my fucking problem with it all, right? You know, it's like when they started fucking, oh, you got to watch Agents of Shield. I don't I don't want to watch that show. Oh boy. It's like, oh, now you now you got to watch Loki. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's just just it's like so like, you can't I just watch a fucking movie to watch a goddamn movie? No uh, shit. Yeah, that, that's my point. A beginning, a middle, a and an end. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that's it. You know, just watch one fucking movie. Uh, anyway, I, instead I watched sports, and uh, it was a good weekend for the Mets. I don't know if you guys uh, saw. Uh, Degrom had a fucking uh, perfect yeah. game going into the sixth inning yesterday. Uh, so he looks pretty good. I <laughs> looks pretty good. Uh, Edwin Diaz, uh, I'm going to knock on whatever fucking wood I have around here, is, is off to a fucking Cy Young season himself. When those trumpets blare, he's fucking coming out. So uh, Mets extended the, the lead over the Braves, uh, I think six and a half games or something half. like that. Yeah. Uh, but over the Nationals, I believe they have uh, a significant lead over the Nationals as well. And I think part of that has to do with uh, what the fuck the Nationals have. Does the Nationals have anyone good anymore? Can you Nelson name one Cruz? Yeah. Nelson Cruz will go into the Hall of Fame probably. There you go. But he's not good. He's not good. Yeah. You know who's really bad, possibly historically bad? It's one Patrick Corbin. I, I listen. We we've been talking about Patrick Corbin on the show. If you download and listen to every single episode for the last couple of seasons, he, ever since he because he, he was he was where was he came from Arizona, right? Uh, Is that where he came from? Was Arizona? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was a two-time All-Star, I believe, with with, with the said Diamondbacks. He was, and uh, came to Washington. Ever since he 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 got traded to Washington, he has just been an absolute train wreck, and he's got a, a huge fucking contract. And this season, he is leading the majors in both the worst ERA and the most losses. He is four and sixteen with a 7.02 ERA and 1.82 whip. Now, I knew he was bad, Panther. Did you know he was that fucking bad? You know, I just stopped looking at the numbers. I just saw, Pat, if I see Patrick Corbin on the mound, I just bet whoever's playing Washington. <laughs> but, I mean, I've been shitting on Corbin for two years. I didn't know this late in the season 
you know, we're what 65, 70% into the season and you're still sporting a seven something ERA 16 losses. I've made the comment how bad, or maybe this is why they made the trades, but how bad is Washington's farm system that you don't have something, anything to bring up there and pitch instead of Corbin because he is diabolically bad. <laughs> diabolically bad. Never heard that. That's good. Uh, man, he's terrible. 7.02 ERA. Uh, his ERA plus is 56, which means he's 44% worse than an average pitcher. I, I just can't wrap my head around that. And what did you, you said? Uh, you, you sent this article. So this is interesting. This, he might have the, the worst full season ERA since Jack Knott mm-hmm. posted mm-hmm. a 7.2 for the St. Louis Browns in 1936. Yeah, it's it's fucking nuts. Um, I'm looking at some of these other. Uh, so, okay, so I'm just looking at the the ten worst ERAs of all time. So uh, this is this is over at HighHeatStats.com. I, I I came across this just in 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 like I was like, okay, well, what are we talking about here? Uh, worst ERA of all time, 1930. Les Sweetland of Philadelphia had a 7.71. Uh, Minnesota in 1994. This is not too long ago. Uh, uh, Jim Deshays had a 7.39. And then, yeah, Jack Knott, the aforementioned Jack Knott, 1936, 7.29. Uh, right now, it, listen, I mean, I'm kind of rooting for him. We we had one. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm telling you, we had one horrible, historically bad thing taken from us this year. The Reds. The Reds were supposed to be our savior. It's supposed to be the worst fucking team in Major League Baseball history. And that didn't happen. That did not happen. And now we have a chance for history this year. I, I'm rooting for you, Pat Corbin. Can you get down to the 7.72? I think I think he can do it. 7.02 right now. He's his last start. Oh my god, what was his last start? I think he went like uh, an, not even an inning. <laughs> Two thirds of an inning, I think. Two thirds of an inning, I think. And, and 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 yeah, I mean, come on. In July, his ERA was 7.99. Five starts. So far in August, and it's early in August because it's only one start, I guess, is an 18. You can do it, Pat. I believe in you. I want you to have the worst ever. Just keep going out there. I mean, they got to throw him out there. I mean, seriously, what what would Washington do? They got to throw him out there for a couple of reasons. One, because they don't give a fuck. They're not trying to win. It's everything. A new ownership coming in. Every, we just burn them. You know? Just, yeah. I, 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 you don't want to. And they got all those that's my point. You don't want to injure someone at this fucking point. No. Hey, you're not, not calling anybody up now. Just keep and, and leave him out there, right? Don't yeah. just put him out there for two thirds no, of an inning. No. What? What? What's your down six to nothing in the first? Why just leave him out there? Eat some innings, young man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just looking at this list too. Just running this down. I, oh. I, I just, uh, just real quick. Two Colorado Rockies, of course. Ninety four, ninety nine. No fucking shocker there. Six point six five, six point six one with Greg Harris and Daryl uh, Kyle. Um, oh, Daryl Kyle. <laughs> he used to be good. Let's see. Uh, who else? Anyone else that we see up here? Uh, Jose Lima. Jose Lima. Jose fucking Lima. Yep. It's Lima Number time. Four, 6.99, 2005, Kansas City. That was the most recent one, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this, this article is a little little old, I believe. So, maybe, I don't, But I don't I don't believe anyone in, in the last like decade has, has had that fucking bad of a ERA. I mean, it would have showed up. Um, but, yeah, Jesus Christ. Like, this is a... This is terrible. A couple of Philadelphia Athletics on there, right? PHA, that's what the Philadelphia... Yes, yes, from the 40s, yeah. 
Wow. You know about Patrick Corbin though. If you want to look, mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. his uh, Fangraph stats pulled oh, up yeah. here. Oh yeah, yeah, great. Um, his okay, so seven point oh two is his ERA. His expected ERA right here should mm-hmm. be six. Okay, because right. because he's playing behind some defense that mm-hmm. is absolutely mm-hmm. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. His fielding independent uh, pitching is only four point nine six, which actually looks like it would be better than it was last year. Yeah, well, the defense that. is just killing him killing him out there <laughs> i won't say poor uh, fucking guy i'm not i'm not gonna no, fucking, no, you know, no. play the world's smallest violin for him he's still pitching like shit out there he's putting the ball in play but you know if, if the defense is doing absolutely nothing to fucking stop it you know maybe just needs a few extra games with the marlins to bring that era down because we know <laughs> they can't score <laughs> well, he's getting the phillies right you know we we kind of said that by the way phillies watch out watch out braves yeah no shit Philly's unbelievable right now, and they're 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 hitting a nice easy part of their schedule too. They get Washington, I think, eleven times from here on out. So they'll probably see Pat Corbin two or three times. Is he our damn Phillies? The Phillies might help Patrick Corbin get over the hump. They might push him over the finish line for the seven point seven two ERA. I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Hey, Jesus. Corbin's got one complete game. <laughs> How about that? This year? Wow. Yeah, holy this year's got one complete shit. game. Shit, he lasted. Wow. Was it rain shortened? <laughs> 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 Did he pull a Noah Syndergaard? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but look, look, look at that though. Just I mean, just let, let's scroll back up uh, to uh, his his All Star years, right? Um, let's look at some of his. Uh, oh, let's go back up to the top, top. Okay. Yeah, the top, top yeah, probably a little bit better. Case through nine. Um, uh, when he was an ace, but well, back in Arizona, so he was three, a staff three, ace. Three point three five, I guess. Was that it? Because his 3.15 season, I guess 2018, he was he was a staff ace, and then 2019 he was pretty good, right? 3.25, yeah. and then it was fucking just fell. Uh, the, the, COVID, COVID. He's, he's suffering from the long COVID, guys. <laughs> Let's just blame that. Just blame the long COVID. All right, what are we going to blame for the long opening? What are you going to blame for that? Panther, uh, blame he took Marvel. us off the rails. Yeah, yeah. He he, he said that you'd like uh, how I met your mother, so I, I blame him for sure. Uh, let's talk about D-Gen gear, guys. We don't have anything to celebrate Patrick Corbin, but we do have stuff to celebrate the near elites. That's right. The New York Mets uh, did quite well against the Atlanta Braves this weekend, uh, extended their uh, lead in the NL East, and uh, you can celebrate their near eliteness by going to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, clicking on the little teaching ship icon, and if you buy our gear, you keep the lights on around here, and you go full D-Gen. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get 
up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Baseball. Full fucking slate of games today. Oh my God. It was so goddamn tough to choose from. I just, I was looking at all seven goddamn games and I'm like, man, I hope Panther bets them all. Panther, you betting them all? Four. Oh, come on. I got four. Well, by the, I mean, by the time you by the time you take your three, we'll cover all seven. Yeah, I'm gonna get two. Let's talk Pittsburgh, Arizona to start off with. Pirates continuing their road trip today, heading to Arizona, taking on a D-backs team that has won three of five games. Uh, game above 500 at home this year. Going to put Zach with a C on the mound. Gallon's been pr- pretty damn good this year. Six and two record, three point three one ERA, one point zero four WHIP. Pirates going to counter with Tyler Bede, who gave up four runs in 1.1 innings his last go out. That is Patrick Corbin-esque. Uh, Bede has not pitched more than four, uh, more than three innings this entire season. So you can figure this is going to be a bullpen game. And bullpens could be a huge factor here in the series. I don't know if you guys saw this. Dimebacks have had some issues with their bullpen. They've decided to go closer by committee. That led to uh, Mark Melancon working last night, and he, he got out of the jam, but one Mark Melancon has uh, the most losses by a reliever in a season in Arizona franchise history this year. I think he has 10, 10 losses as a reliever this year. That's fucking unbelievable. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I'd say advantage to the Diamondbacks as the starter, of course, but, I mean, unless Zach with a C goes the full nine, this line way too chalky for me. $10 bet, value bet on the Pirates. I think this entire day is a value bet day. Some weird, chalky-ass lines. I don't like Pittsburgh in this game, particularly with Gallon on the mound, but I sure as hell don't like that chalk. So I will lean Arizona, maybe bet the Diamondbacks' first five. I don't know. <laughs> I'm leaning with you, man, really, really hard. Uh, plus 210 may not be... Yeah, it doesn't look like it's quite enough, but goddamn, is it close? Uh, leaning with all the support in the world for you on the Pirates. I, listen, I agree with Panther. First five, definitely Arizona, but one, one, once you out of the first five, it's nothing. Again, if all all, all Pirates got to do is just hang in there, just keep it to you know a two three run game, and I think by the bullpen time, uh, they have a chance. Uh, next one, last one up for me. Let's talk uh, San Francisco and San Diego. Uh, Padres just spent the weekend being reminded that they still are the second banana over there in the NL West. LA completed the three-game sweep. I don't know if you guys saw this. They were outscored 20-4 to by the Dodgers this weekend. Not a good sign for a team that just uh, sold the farm to bring in offensive output of Juan Soto and Josh Bell. Those guys combined for uh, a batting average of 167 this weekend with zero RBI. That is exactly the offense that they paid for, right? That's exactly what they wanted out of these two fuckers. Now they're going to return home, though, welcoming in a Giants team that also knows a thing or two about being swept by the Dodgers. <laughs> Last time that they played the Dodgers, they got swept. Uh, Giants won their abbreviated weekend series over the A's, but still find themselves two games under 500. Going to turn to Alex Wood on the mound today, taking on Blake Snell. Both guys having subpar seasons, but don't look now. Blake Snell. Three consecutive very good starts while Wood is coming off of his worst start of the season. It is getting chalky. I know it. I think the Padres bounce back today. And, uh, man, Snell is definitely not as bad as he was earlier in the year. $10 bet on the Padres. Yeah, it's a conundrum here because I do think San Diego wins. San Francisco's been playing really bad. Beating the A's doesn't really give you any vote of confidence. But the line, again, 
is way too chalky. I'm going to do this more than once. Give me a value play on the 49ers. 13 bucks on San Francisco. I'm going to lean the Giants here, but I'm not touching this game. I don't like this game. I do think the Padres win, but my probabilities and Vegas's probabilities are a little too off for me to, to want to do it. Uh, the first five, if you want to harken back for just a second, uh, Pinnacle's got the, the line for the uh, Diamondbacks, right? Uh, pl- minus 241. First five, it is, or minus 237. The first five is minus 241. No, so still no value. No, no value. All right. Well, that's one of your plays. Well, what else you got? I got three more. Let's take a look at another value play. Cincinnati going to those red hot Metropolitans, and they get the benefit of not facing Scherzer, not facing DeGrom, not even facing Tawan Walker. They get, listen, Chris Bassett could probably be a number two or number three starter on most teams, might even be a staff ace on a whole bunch of bottom feeders. But on this loaded Mets rotation, Dare I say he's the number five starter, and he's still really fucking good. But he's not minus 300 good. I get it. The Mets are good. I get it. This pitching staff is good. But that is way too much chalk on Chris Bassett. I'll take a flyer on the Reds, $13 on Cincinnati. Yeah, hard to argue uh, after the Mets, what they just did this weekend. But yeah, even so, I mean, Tawan Walker gave up, what, eight fucking runs in the first inning against the, the Braves, and the Mets still almost clawed their way back in that one. Their offense is just clicking right now. Uh, I, Reds on the road, I don't like it. So I see what you're doing here. I just can't quite agree. Um, yeah, I, I'll I'll lean Cincinnati with you because you're right. It's it's too chalky to bet the Mets, but I think the Mets win this one. Yeah, I do think the Mets win this one, but it, it you're absolutely right, Panther. The plus 275 is too tempting to ignore. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump on it with you. The Reds plus 275, 13 bucks. All right. Well, that's, that's abnormal for me. If I got to take a loss like that, I got to make it up with a win. So let's take a chalky win here and take a look at the aforementioned Washington Nationals going to Chicago. I actually will be surprised this game gets played because I'm in Chicago. Well, I'm going to be in Chicago, and it's just done nothing but rain. Nonetheless, we have Annabelle Sanchez going against Keegan Thompson. Keegan Thompson. I don't know if you guys are paying attention to this guy, but this kid can pitch. Him and Adrian Sampson are probably the two guys that they're going to build around this pitching rotation. I like the kid a lot so much I picked him up in my fantasy league. The chalk is a little heavy. But it's fucking Washington, so everything's going to be chalky. $13 on the Cubbies. I like the Cubs. I, I really like the Cubs, but I struggled to get to that line. I just, I can't, it's a weird fucking day. I think you're right. I think the Cubs uh, playing pretty good baseball. I think they're two games above 500 in the second half of the season so far. Um, you know, So a little bit better than they had been playing. Uh, I still have this, this fucking... Uh, misnomer this fucking misbelief that they're a good home team they they aren't that good of a home team but i think you know today they probably win this one because again the nationals are just they're going they're going for history right they're they're trying to back up their boy patrick corbin and say you listen if you're going to be a dumpster fire we're going to be a dumpster fire with you so moral support lean on the cubs with you yeah i'm gonna lean the nationals just slightly just slightly there's not really value on either side i don't think with the minus 185 plus 165 i think this is a negative proposition no matter who you bet so i'm just gonna lean the nationals you know just for point of record here just so patrick corbin to be outdone, Hannibal Sanchez 
sports a 7.65 ERA. Hmm. Does, he, does, he, does he qualify though? I mean, uh, I guess that's. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he's pitching up because I don't remember saying his name that many times. Yeah, he probably was injured, uh, right? Yeah. Probably. Uh, last game up for me. The Bronx Bombers are at Seattle. The Bombers are back, baby. They put up nine runs yesterday and pulled an Anaheim Angels and still found a way to lose. Got <laughs> swept by the Redbirds. They are an absolute train wreck right now. And now they get to face Logan Gilbert up in Seattle. The line, I mean, look, you could say, hey, it's a really favorable line for New York. But I think the New York, uh, the line is indicative of how mediocre this team is right now. I love Logan Gilbert at home, Seattle, plus 100. Give me the minesweepers for 13 bucks. Yeah, I got the Yankees winning this one barely. Uh, I do not like them, though, and the way they're playing baseball right now. I don't like this line movement either. It's gotten significantly better for them. The money is hammering them. So I think I think Seattle probably is the play here, but you've just lost the value that I, th- I think you needed to to bet Seattle um, with, with that plus line. Um, I Again, I... I don't know what's up with the Yankees. You got to remember not too long ago, we were talking about the Yankees just being historically one of the best teams of all time. Uh, there's been three teams that have caught up with them record wise, right? So it's, it's, it's been really bad the last month or so with New York and you can't circle one thing. It seems like a lot of different things have, have popped up for this Yankees team. So uh, I, I got the Yankees winning it. I'll lean the Yankees, but man, I hope you're right. Yeah, I'm going to jump on it with you. I have the Mariners actually squeaking out just barely a win. So if we're catching a plus line, which I guess technically we are at the plus 100, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to jump off this cliff with you and take the Mariners. I agree. 13 bucks. Just just real quick, too. I'm looking at Annabelle Sanchez. He's pitched 20 innings this season. Only 20 innings. So he's got a 7.65. But he's 0-4. He has started four games. He has lost four games and only pitched 20 innings. That's amazing. That game is going to be over after the third. Jesus Christ. He's given up six home runs in 20 innings. Oh, my God. Yeah, listen. Whew. Yeah. Uh, might, might bet on Chicago after the show. <laughs> we covered five. You got anything to do with the last two, Arch? The Blue Jays are in Baltimore. And Baltimore's plus 125. And I think there's a ton of value there. I, I had... I don't necessarily have the Orioles winning again, but I think there's a lot of value on this one. So I'm going to take the Orioles plus 125 for 13 bucks. You know, we spent a week uh, beating a dead horse last week, so I really did not want to bring up the uh, instant replay fiasco with uh, <laughs> with Merrifield and, and the Twins. Uh, I, I opted not to do that for, for your sake, Arch, because I uh, didn't want you to start a fit of rage earlier in this week, but... Uh, yeah, that that happened again this weekend yep. too. Uh, I like Baltimore here. I think Baltimore with this plus line is, is, a, is a pretty good play, but you're losing that plus line, it seems. Maybe it's staying even or something like that. Uh, plus 125, not terrible. I, I'll lean Baltimore here. Uh, probably should be betting them, kind of like the Orioles, but not enough to bet them. Yeah, Baltimore's going to get a game. This is probably the one because uh, the rest of the pitching staff has been pretty damn good for the Blue Jays. They've been playing a lot better since the All-Star break and the trade deadline. And, you know, Barrios righted the ship, but Kikuchi, who's on the mound today, really has not. He's still been very mediocre. That gives the Baltimore the best chance to win in this series. So I'll lean the O's. All right. Uh, a couple comments. Iceberg says Seattle Moneyline. Agreement. Uh, there we there go. go. 
Uh, I saw it cash big. Let's see. I saw it cashed big yesterday. Hit the minus one and a half on the Dodgers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do- the Dodgers just been fucking. I mean, it's just not even fair. Like what they did to the Padres this weekend. Like it was. I saw a lot, a lot of money on uh, hitting the Dodgers in the book club, right? I saw yeah. a lot of people um, hit yeah. some money on the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, listen, I was on them all weekend. I mean, why not? Why the fuck not? The Padres showed nothing, showed nothing to the goddamn Dodgers that that they're going to be competitive in the West, right there. So, uh, yeah, uh, man, I, I I worry that uh, the Dodgers will start getting complacent though, so maybe eye them up this week when the competition is is maybe a little bit uh, less. I think there's something to that. That was one of the things I think I pointed out in this series was that maybe, a, you know, with San Diego making those trades, a measuring stick for the Dodgers to show them who they are. But, you know, when they go trip up against Washington, they trip up against Pittsburgh, they get a little last day school. But when they need to show up, God damn it, if they're not showing up. Yeah, Got the twins, twins in town to start off the week for, for the Dodgers. So, you know, maybe they, maybe they don't get too fucking lazy just yet. You know, twins, uh, probably a, uh, uh, you know, a worthy enough opponent for them to actually, you know, play a full fucking game of uh, baseball. But then I think they hit the road and go to Kansas City. So this weekend, I'm probably going to fucking hammer the Royals in one of those games. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, he said, Iceberg says Seattle might be favorites before the day ends. I think that's probably probably true. I think that's accurate. Yeah, I, think, I, I really do think that that's probably true. Uh, who's the start? Uh, you said it was Logan Gilbert. Who's who's the other starter? Is pretty good, right? Italian. Um, Italian, yeah. There you go. Again, all those Yankees pitchers were just unbelievable in, I want to say, the complete first half for, you know, 75, 80% of the first half. And then ever since then, those starters just uh, fall to earth. But uh, congrats to Jordan Montgomery for playing on the team that uh, swept the Yankees this weekend. Hey, connect. If you want to connect the dots, man, New York hasn't won a game since they traded Joey Gallo and the Dodgers haven't lost one. Just saying. (laughs) Oh, there you go. There we go. He's the key to everything. Yeah. What do we talk about today, guys? Let's see. We talked to Corbin. Pat Corbin. Pat Corbin. We talked about how I met your mother. Game of Thrones lost. Anything else? Yeah, Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm shocked. Max <laughs> tapped out of a TV show. I didn't think he knew how. But for today, we're tapping out of this episode, Max. That's it. That is it. Let us know anything about our picture, picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I, I'm betting two games. We disagree on one of them. So, uh, fuck. Going to be the goddamn pirates. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> We're already dead. Arch, what do you got? Give me the Orioles. I'm going to take Baltimore. I can get a little value out of that Cubs play by putting them in the parlay. God damn it. Listen to this parlay. Pittsburgh. Baltimore and the Cubs <laughs> has no chance but hey that's the DJ party for the day we're hanging out on Facebook we're on Twitter but mostly it is the book club you guys know that's where we're hanging oh remind me we, we had a, a newcomer join yesterday who could we get Max uh, I will check for you it was touch touch 23 yeah Oh yeah, Touch Twenty Three. Touch Twenty Three joined um, uh, us. And- great, great. Uh, well, great District of Columbia, I believe. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we still we still welcome you anyway. <laughs> uh, glad to have you. It's where we're hanging out. We have so much fun in there. Fucking darts. You guys are talking about darts. I'm gonna have to start paying attention. Fucking bullshit. I'm, I'm all these other sports that I never paid attention to. They're in the book club. You guys can get in there and talk darts tennis everything else we're talking about shoot the shit with us call us out by name we'll holler right back but most importantly 
Let us know what you did over the weekend. What you're going to do today when it's all set, done, kid. It's all make some money, fools. Iceberg went Seattle on the parlay, too. Oh, should you, you, want, you want to take Seattle out? And, uh, you want to take Pittsburgh out? There? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I surrender. I surrender my pick. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.